Yo, Raheem. Mm. Let's talk about one of our favorite po- t- subjects to talk about here at the Two Stubborn Nigerian podcast to start off today. Okay. All right. Do you know what that is? No. Let's talk about Big Sean and his funny bars. <laughs> I just finished saying that you are you have some type of vendetta against this guy. No, <laughs> oh, man. I just started pointing out funny hip hop bars. All right. That's what it is. Mm. So let's go again to the um, infamous album, There's Hall of Fame. Right? He has a song, right, on Hall of Fame where mm-hmm. the hook goes like this. Don't interrupt me. I woke up working like I'm Mexican. That mean I work from 10 to 10, then 10 to 10, then 10 again. Nightmares of losing everything boost my adrenaline. Close quote. Mm-hmm. Let's analyze this, okay? <laughs> All right? Stick yeah. with me. I'm going somewhere, okay? Mm-hmm. Stick with me. So he says, I woke up working like I'm Mexican. Yeah. It's a different time, mm-hmm. 2012. Mm-hmm. But that's problematic in and of itself. Yeah, it's a crazy bar. Mm-hmm. I mean, I work from 10 to 10. Mm-hmm. Then 10 to 10. Mm-hmm. Then 10 again. Yeah. Okay. So mm-hmm. that means he's saying I work from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Yeah. Then from 10 p.m. to 10 a.m. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Then again from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Yeah. Because the nightmares of losing everything boosts his adrenaline. Mm-hmm. And I look at that and I read into that and say, well, if you work, if your work ethic was that high, mm-hmm. why was the quality of the album that bad? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, to the people we're about to do maintenance. Yeah, yeah, we're going to rock like crack when it came in. It's me. It's me. It's podcast P. We got you stuck off the realness. Yeah, yeah, we be the infamous. You heard of us. Official. Eastern Europe. Because the, <laughs> the niggas fighting in the phone box. <laughs> yes. <sir>. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> into another edition of the world famous Two Stubborn Nigerians podcast. You could have been anywhere else in the world right now. Be here with us. We appreciate that. Thank you for joining us on another one of our instinctive travels down the path of the rhythm. Thank you for joining us as we once again maraud into the midnight. Thank you for joining us as we enter the Wu-Tang Yes, or 36 Chambers. Thank you for joining us as we once again seize control. Thank you for joining us as we show you these temporary highs in these violet skies. Thank you for joining us as we t- we read another chapter in this forever story. Thank you for mm. joining us as we continue to tarry down this never-ending story. Thank mm. you for joining us as we are as we become a part of this black radio. Okay. Um, and 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 th- and once again, as always, if along your, your way, if along this excursion, mm. um you you lose your way. You can call me if you get lost. Mm. Um, as I mentioned, I'm one half of your host, Podcast P, aka two two degrees by only use one in this bitch. Um, aka two cars by only use one in this bitch. Um, yeah. Two girls by only call one in this bitch. Like, you know what I'm saying? All of that. All of that. Um, five I, hats, but I only wear one this bitch. Oh, bro, I got more than five. But Come on, man. Don't even get me Come started, on, bro. Don't even get me started. <laughs> I told your shit. <laughs> I go, I go, bro. Fam, fam. Come on now. Two, two Vaseline's, but I only use one in this bitch. Like, you gotta have, you know, one, one, one of rock, one to stock type vibes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, the voice on the other end of this podcast is my illustrious co-host, co-hostess with the most S. Uh, he goes by many names. We just like to refer to him as the guy that gave you the look, the verse name, the hook. That's why every pod sounds like Kex. Featuring Kex. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Track 74. 74. Mm. I'm excited for today, man. Um, How you feeling? Feeling good, man. 
I'm mm. feeling good. I had a good week. Um, the sun's been out up here in in the northwest, which is great. Um, great vibration. So I've been I've been good, man. Huh. I've been I've been blessed. You know what I'm saying? No, let, let me let me just. I've been I've been blessed. You know mm. what I'm saying? Because Raheem, God did. Have you actually listened to that album? Like, have you no. listened to the full album? No. <laughs> Why did you keep on referencing it the way that you referenced it? Because God did, bro. Because Raheem, they didn't believe in us. Aim <laughs> on that. Yeah, I've never seen someone reference the album so much that they haven't oh, and will not listen to you. Shame <laughs> on them. I think God did. If I did see that, did. <laughs> did see that interview <laughs> where they did the fit check with DJ Khaled, like, oh, how much for the watch? How much for the watch? Said, God did. <laughs> how much for the training? How much for the training? God did. God did. That's it. That's what I was saying. That's what that's me. Like, bro, Kevin Hart did a similar thing years ago. At the breakfast got they asked him how much is the watch. Well, first of all, God is good. Let me just tell you that. That's it. God, is, God is good. Don't even worry about it. Just know that the, the Lord done bless me with everything that He done bless me with. Sometimes I ask the Lord why he be blessing me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, my God. Well, you know. I'm good, man. I'm good. Did you have that random thing happen to you? Well, not you, but like in Manny up north. Did it happen where um, it went from really warm and sunny to really sunny and cold? Um, Yeah, that was more last week than this week, though. Okay. It was more last week. Like it was like it had been really warm. Mm-hmm. And then, like, um, really, like, it hadn't rained here for a good two, three weeks. And then, literally, I had a day, actually, like, not last week, the week before. I was in Liverpool, even. And I was leaving the office at the end of the day. It was, like, 3 p.m. I was leaving the office to go to get the train. So, like, the walk from my office to the train station was, like, 10-minute walk. Mm-hmm. And, like, I didn't take a jacket because that morning it was warm. And I took my umbrella because I never trust the UK. It said mm-hmm. it, there was no bro, there was no rain forecast in Manchester. There was no rain forecast in Liverpool. But I took my umbrella just in case. I was like, okay, I don't need a jacket because it won't be. Even if it does rain, it definitely won't be a heavy rainfall. So mm-hmm. I'll just take my my jacket just in case it starts. Or my umbrella, sorry, just in case it starts spitting. And I didn't want to take a big bag to hold my jacket in, right? Type vibe. So I'm leaving the office at three, and when I'm my my office is on the fifth floor of the building so i'm on the fifth floor and it is sunny and i know it's warm because i literally sat outside for my whole hour lunch break not but two hours previously so it's warm and good mm-hmm. so i leave the fifth floor again elevator it was sunny and shining i get to ground floor walk out the building torrential rain pour to the fact that like it the streets were flooded yeah. and you can, bro and me once i commit to something mm. i'm in it Mm. <laughs> so I'm like I'm going Like I've already started walking Let me just yeah. get this umbrella out And just firm this 10 minute walk Because it's not mm-hmm. like Bro No what This rain was not forecast in it. And like where my office is Like you walk straight through the heart of town And right. I don't think you've ever been to Liverpool But Liverpool's like town centre Where a shopping centre Is essentially just like A massive high street Right, right Huge okay. Huge mm-hmm. high street And you could literally just see Everyone Young, old, black, white, Asian, just stood inside the stores, 
just looking at this rain because no one was prepared for rain. <laughs> no one had a jacket. No one had an umbrella. Everyone's like, you got girls in the vest tops and sundresses, niggas in shorts and, and T-shirts. Like, everyone is just like, like, we're literally filming this rain because it's come out of nowhere. And here's me just with my little umbrella there, just there like, I've started, so I have to finish. Shoes are getting wet, jumpers soaked, ties soaked. I'm like, fuck it, bro. Fam, I'm getting there. Like, yeah. I've started, so I have to finish it. Mm. That was that was just the madness. But um, that, That's how yesterday was, isn't it? Because I went to go watch my... um My cousin did a play. Shout out to him, by the way, Dippo. Um, one of his... One of the few plays that he's um written now and that's been performed and toured around the UK. Um, and I want to go see it. Yesterday was the first one that, of his that I've seen. And I looked outside before we left and it was sunny. It was mad sunny. So I was like, I, I'm just going to go. And you know me, like sun, rain, snow, whatever. I'm going to be in a hoodie. So I thought a hoodie should be enough for today. Didn't think to take a jacket or anything. Bam, the second I got out of that car, it was one of those, you know those colds where your hands get cold and they just they don't warm up anymore. That's it. You're cold for the rest of the day, whether you like it or not. Yep. Um I'm just I only recovered when I got back home and got under my covers. Like yesterday was something crazy. Traumatizing. Bam. Traumazine. Traumazine. <laughs> also, I don't know if you've seen that picture of Meg that she posted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw it. We're you saw it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just want a public service announcement. There will be a lot of women mm. who will try that with their significant others over the next <laughs> few days and weeks. I just want a public service announcement, okay? Mm. If you don't have cheeks, that won't work out for you the way <laughs> you think it will. Bam, I know it looked I know it looked all good and cute when they were doing it, and you want to do relationship goals, and she looks so happy and content, and party looks real cool and chill with it all, right? But that's because Meg has a level of cheeks that <laughs> Is allowed to distract you from 2K yeah. or Warzone or pro clubs. You're setting a bunch of people up for failure right now. Leave him alone for now. D- no, fam. <laughs> for now. Listen, 2K just dropped. He's still trying to get his badges. FIFA is about to drop. Just leave him alone. Let him rest. Let him figure stuff out. It's just in January. Even even then, just be just be wary of the fact that there's a certain level of cheeks that that. Behavior is acceptable for listen. I don't make the rules, I don't make the rules, I just know them really well. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? So I can tell you there's a level of cheeks where that behavior is acceptable. There's a level of cheeks where if you try that behavior, the relationship will be over in in less than 27 minutes from that moment. Bam, and please, please, if you hear him on mic and he sounds just leave him alone. Just, just chill. leave him alone. Just chill. Because he's already fighting for his fucking life against a seven foot center that can make Bam. and <laughs> he's trying to he's trying to build drama ran and he's up against KD. So it's rough out here already. All right. Bam. This guy didn't understand how powerful post-its were gonna be, and now he's in the mud. Like, like yo, he's in the mud. Bam, do you see that tweet? <laughs> that girl tweet. <laughs> she was like, Oh, her man was playing 2K. And she was sitting on the sofa just watching him play. And then a message popped up in the bottom corner saying, hey, babe, can I see you today? XOXO. And she was about to break the PlayStation, not knowing that it was a computer, babe. That was meant to be my play. (laughs) (laughs) Just let him relax for now, man. I was saying, stay out of men's business for real, for real. (laughs) 
Say our man's business for real, for real. Like, and also, if your man or significant other, because your your significant other may be a woman, she may be non-binary, innit? Mm-hmm. They may be non-binary. Forgive me. If mm-hmm. your significant other is a Lakers fan, just leave them alone. They're going for a lot. They're going for a lot. Leave them. Al- don't ask them about their team. Don't ask them about the upcoming basketball season. They're not excited. This is the first time in a long time they're not excited. Don't ask them about it. Yeah, they have LeBron. Don't worry about it. He's not excited. I promise you. I promise you. Now, it's not that I'm talking from experience. It's mm-hmm. not that I'm talking... Because everyone knows I'm a Sacramento Kings fan. Right? <laughs> but I just know that Lakers fans right now, they're going through it. So I'll talk to them about it. Don't talk to them about it. Don't bring it up. Don't bring it up. All right? Niggas are still out here yeah. mourning the loss of Kobe. And now they got to deal with three guards that don't know how to... <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Dennis wrote a home. Anyway, man. What you been listening to? What have you been listening to? Oh, I've been listening to a lot, man. I've been listening to a lot. Um, Simba dropped. Simba dropped, and Simba dropped a damn good project at that, man. Um, so I've had that in rotation since that dropped. Um, before that dropped, dropped I, yesterday. Yeah, literally yesterday. But I'm listening to all of yesterday. <laughs> Um, I have been listening to the Forever Story, as per you know, it's a stamped album. Um, so it's been in rotation. I've been listening to Cheat Codes, which is really good, really, really good, man. Um, it's like my first real time sitting down listening to a full Black Thought project. Even though I loved it, I loved it, man. I'm a big fan of it. Um, it's one of those like I've always known that Black Thought had a reputation in the music industry for being someone who was highly regarded as one of the best. But I just never sat down and listened to a full album. Um, But this one was genuinely a joy to listen to, and it made me want to go back and listen to his older projects as well. Um, Larry June as well has been in heavy rotation um, with Spaceships on the Blades. Fantastic album. Fantastic album, man. Larry June. Yeah, Larry June. Someone who, um, you know, if you listen to... um, what was it track seventy one? Track seven, yeah, track seventy one. Um, two thousand. That's where I was first. Like, cause I first heard the first time I can say I noticeably noticed, noticeably noticed, whatever. Um, noticed Larry June on a track was on two thousand, and obviously I even then I didn't really know too much about him. Paul told me he was a talented artist. Then he dropped his album, and I said I'm gonna listen to it. Um, and I enjoyed it, but obviously I had other, other albums to get to. But this week, I really sat down and digested the album in its totality. And yeah, that's a special project. That's a very, very special project. Um, but yeah, outside of that, I've just had miscellaneous songs in rotation. It's been a fun week in my music world, man. It's been a very hip-hop-based week. Very, very hip-hop-based week, which I've enjoyed. Neckbeard week. For real, for real, for real, for real, man. Like one of those, one of those scared the whole weeks, man. And bear musty in your presence, you know? bear musty, fam. I love it. Enjoy. I love it. <laughs> I've been there, bro. Like, mm. Everyone knows me. I've been there all damn near all twenty twenty two. It's just been hella musty, <laughs> hella, hella musky. <laughs> oh my days! What about you, man? What have you been listening to? So randomly, yeah. Like I was driving um to. Liverpool one of the days this week and John Legend came on mm-hmm. and I was like oh let me listen to Get Lifted right 
Mm. And John Legend recently dropped an album. He dropped an album last week, Friday, um, called Legend. Because um, mm. his name is John Legend. So yeah. he put the song titled Legend, but also he's a music legend. You see, it's mm. a triple. It's a triple. Yo, his family really set him up for success there. Bro, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. And so, obviously, that that came out. And he and his beautiful wife, Chrissy Teigen, I believe celebrated nine years of marriage mm-hmm. this past week as well. Sat back, right? I was in the car. I thought to myself, bruv, is Chrissy Teigen responsible in terms of, like, being the inspiration for something like the best... Is she like the inspiration for like the best songs? Like, does she have that record? Because if you look at the songs that John Legend has written mm-hmm. and directed towards her, mm-hmm. like just off Love in the Future alone. Okay. You got Made to Love, mm-hmm. All of Me. Wow, yeah. And you and I. Mm. That were all explicitly directed at the at his wife, mm. Chrissy Teigen. And I'm like, who else has that level of like song written about them mm. to that level of consistency? What we know is about them. Do you know what I'm saying? Like mm. a singular person where like they inspired this. Do you know what I mean? That's crazy. That's with a, no that's like, with no like, um, triggered or none of your concern. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, because mm. as much as Janae will be there, like. And I never knew, I never knew a love so good about Big Sean. <laughs> yeah. You also say, go figure, you were the fucking trigger. Like, it's your fault I'm like this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Janelle was so happy. She said, I need to re-release the happiness of everything, bro. Like, <laughs> this, this needs to come back out. <laughs> oh, bro. She's the worst. When she's in love, she's the worst, bro. <laughs> I see what you did there, man. That's it. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> she said, "Baby, wow, where you But at the same time, she's also like, "Don't fuck it. It's none of your concern anymore, nigga. Don't fucking talk to me." Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh my gosh, oh, I love music, man. Love so Chrissy Teigen really be responsible for like a lot of shit. Yes, but I'm not shocked because Chrissy Teigen, man, that person's good. She, every time I see her on anything, I even saw her in um very recently, this last week, even. Um, I watched what's that movie? In between two th- two ferns with the guy from Hangover. Randomly, it was very random for me to watch that. But she was in there, and she was just funny. Like her character just made me laugh. And I quote, like everything. Every time I see her, she's actually she's one of the few media presences that I see. And like, there's never an, there's never a moment where I'm like, why is she here? You know? I feel you. I feel you. Mm. Um, so I listen to that. Um, I've started my um excursion through the 2022 rap albums as we as we enter Q4 and begin to start placing them. Um, so I started this week with um God Don't Make Mistakes with Conway. Went back and listened to that again for the first time in a couple months now. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my one of my favorite albums of this year, rap albums, and I've been gonna you know I've been been doing that with a lot of different projects. Um, so that's been that's been in rotation. Um, a lot of miscellaneous tracks, like you said, putting a lot of my music on shuffle. Um, still, still, still jamming that Asake album. Mm-hmm. Um, Wizzy dropped a single. I haven't listened to that yet. You, you have you peeped the Absol single? 
Oh my god, I puked it up so sing. Oh my god. But how are you feeling? Was that was that happy for you, man? It's been a minute. I was very happy. It's been a minute, but he did drop Holland Days earlier this year as well. Yeah. Um, and he dropped a verse recently on I forget his name. I forget his name because someone who to be fair, every song he's released that I've heard I like, but I just haven't said that. Russ. Russ. Um he dropped a feature on one of Russ's songs. That was superb. Absolutely superb. Um, but yeah, that moon that moon shooter song that he dropped yesterday, something vicious. Something vicious, man. It's one of those every time I hear from Absol, I I just get happy, man. Like I really miss him releasing albums. I miss it very much, but we'll see. Hopefully he's loading up for something because he has been more active this year than he has been the last few years. So, and that's saying something because there's only really three things you can point to to say that he's been active this year. But there's an increase over last year. So, what can you do? It's Kendrick's gone. He doesn't have to prop that nigga up anymore. Realistically, if I'm him, I'm saying, yo, it should be my show now. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be because I mean, <laughs> there's so many people there. <laughs> there's so many other people's shows. But I'm gonna, if I'm absolute, I'm trying to make it my show. That. No, this is my, is my, my label now. I run this shit. Let's go work. He's there, just laughing in the corner. <laughs> I was sitting right next to him. There. Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me, <laughs> nigga. I dropped a re-release of my album, and they loved it. <laughs> Six songs that came out straight away, and they love this. <laughs> They're like, oh, they tell me out next. Azira Shah's like, bro, I haven't even dropped music. They be talking about me, bro. I dropped a tape, and it wasn't even a music tape. And they be talking about me, fam. I'm gonna niggas say what? Let's play a game. All right. Let's play a game. So I went through my. I did one of my favorite things to do, um, mm-hmm. which is go through my Twitter bookmarks mm. and just go all the way through them. And this is another, like, you already know this, innit? And I know you don't listen to the podcast for real, but if you do, if you hear this, you already knows this, innit? Joab, you know, if I ever die, it's your it's your responsibility to go in and delete all of my Twitter bookmarks. You know that already. We've had that conversation, innit? But just, just to reiterate on this platform, if I ever die prematurely, it is your responsibility to delete every single one of my Twitter bookmarks across all four of my Twitters, bro. Yeah. And, Oh my gosh! Went through my Twitter bookmarks, and mm. um, I found a hit for hit battle of two thousands hits. Okay, um, which I think I was meant to do months ago on this podcast, but evidently I didn't. So mm. we're gonna do it now. Mm. All right, let's go for it, man. You ready? I'm ready. All right, the first one we got: Umbrella versus Crazy in Love. Crazy in Love. Umbrella, personally. The hope mm-hmm. versus an umbrella is better. It is, but I just prefer crazy. Crazy in love with one of those cars in my store. Just let it rain. I hide with... Yeah, but I feel you. I feel you. Mm. All right, next up, promiscuous versus hips don't lie. Ooh, ooh, ask me hips don't lie. Crazy, it's promiscuous all day long. It has to be hips that lie. It's promiscuous, bro. No, no, because <laughs> the hips that lie is when I first realized that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, you became a man. <laughs> You're a boy, but then you became a man. No, I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> that was the very first time. Now <laughs> my eyes really opened up to the world. No, I feel you. I feel you. But promiscuous, 
Is that promiscuous girl? You're teasing me. Oh my gosh. And now that I've seen some promiscuous anyway. Um next up. Mm. We belong together versus be without you. Oh, we belong together. Mm. Yeah, it has to be. We belong together. Doesn't it? Be. Yeah, it doesn't. Just it's not. It's not by a long. Not by a long way, but by a tool. A tool. It is. It is. We belong together. We mm. belong together, baby. Because when <laughs> you left, left, I lost a part of me. Is it so hard to believe? Come back, baby. Oh my god, the pain. Yeah, no, she was she was in her bag. But as we were just saying, as a black man, as a there black is, man, there are some songs you just have to know every single word to. <laughs> And that is most definitely oh, one of them. Huh. All right, next up, try again. Mm. Um, versus case of the X. try again. Yeah, let's try again. It's good though, because what you gonna do with your girls? <laughs> oh, there is no in a fight. Like, <laughs> how you gonna act? How you gonna <laughs> act? Right? What you gonna do? Is she go, she back? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna nah, try again. Yeah, it has to be try again. Because if at first you don't succeed, just oh dust yourself god. off and try again. Oh my god, we you can dust it off and, and try, try again. Try, try again. again. <sighs> it has to be try again. It has to be. It has to be. It's a tough one though. And this next one might be a a big one. Okay, all right, let's go. Lemma versus my boo. That lemma versus my boo. Why are you doing this to me? Damn. Alright, dilemma versus my boo. The issue is there's always that one person, Paul. Preach it. Preach it. Speak on it. <laughs> there's always that one. Listen. Oh. No, 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 no. Listen. Usher and Alicia Keys. It has to be my boo. It has to be my boo. I've spoken to. myself into it. I was gonna have a debate with myself, but Alicia Keys and Usher, same song. I spoke myself into it. In their it. prime. In their prime. When they were both superstardom. <laughs> the label, they were keeping the lights on in their respective labels. Um, like there's a generation of people who genuinely thought like they were together as kids. Yo. The chemistry they had on that song. I was sure they were together. I, I was, was sure, sure they were married. I was like, oh, this is beautiful. Now they've reconnected. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, it has to be my beauty. Oh my god. Take it off versus Hey Ya. Ooh. Versus Hey Ya. It's Hey Ya. But that's unfair. Because <laughs> that's so unbelievably unfair. Because Shake It Off is one of the best ever. Got to shake it off. Because you're the same. And you keep... Fam. But no, nah, it's Hey Ya. It's Hey Ya. My baby don't mess around. It's Hey Ya. Come on now. Come on now. Huh. Yeah, it's Hey Ya. This next one's crazy. So you got J Lo get right mm. versus Ashanti foolish. Now this is crazy because I'm pretty sure Ashanti by wrote get right. He <laughs> <laughs> is Ashanti foolish. If it get right, you think? Yes. <laughs> if it was unfoolish, I might have said foolish. But I'm gonna go get right. I love get right. Get right is one of them. 
I love Get Right. But foolish. I even forgot. I'm looking at the video. I even forgot Terrence Terrence Howard was in the foolish video. <laughs> I've completely forgotten that video. I couldn't even tell you I remember anything from that video at all. Terrence Howard would just be everywhere. <laughs> you remember season one, The Empire? What a season. What a season. And you know what's so crazy? <laughs> season one of Empire should have told us exactly that exactly that this season was going to go off the rails. Do you know how much happened in season one of Empire? As it ended up like, tell me what it do when a man love a man. <laughs> yeah. Terrence Howard's face went. Yeah. That was... <laughs> oh my god! White party. Oh my goodness! <laughs> that shit was crazy. But it was people, when people forget how much happened in that season, bro. Um, that shit was crazy. People forget that that season started off with him thinking that he had polio. Everyone was gonna die. Yeah, they're like, "Oh, the doctor was wrong." So all the handshakes were what? What? I'm imagining, bro. And then fucking, you even forget that. Like, what was it? The next season or season after when he's in jail and he records? <laughs> no, 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 no. Empire <laughs> was fucking stupid. You know they've got another one now. What? They have another what? Fox have done the exact same thing, mm-hmm. but about country music. I saw that they were doing that. It's the I exact that. same, bro. Because it's obviously NFL's on Fox in it. So I'll be watching mm-hmm. NFL and they'll be showing me the ads. It's the world premiere of the brand new show, Monarch. It's Empire meets Succession. I was like, no, it's Empire. <laughs> just with white people. You read it up. The exact same story. Yeah. However, we are the first family of country music. And I'm like, the whole thing this show's the same is we're the first family of hip hop. Yeah, so I was going to say. <laughs> it's the exact same show. Don't try to lie to me. All right. <laughs> Is the exact same show. All I want is the <laughs> the niggas should not end up with the woman who pushed his baby mama down the stairs. That's all I care about. <laughs> just give me at least some. Just try and be like some continuity for real. That show was so none. The more I think about power, the more I laugh. Because <laughs> yo, do you remember Hakeem? Hakeem slept with his dad's girl. Yeah, he did. He did. Cookie showed up to dinner in lingerie. Yeah. I remember, but I remember, fam, what's the, Andre ended up with the woman who pushed his, like, the, bro, I, I, that yeah. show, they lost themselves so quickly. So, it was so quick. quick, it was so quick, it was so quick, the here came power rising through the ranks, we thought we'd fam. never seen a TV show like it. <laughs> One of the wildest things that's ever happened in my whole history is someone telling me, you should watch power, I said, why would I ever watch power, they said, it's like empire, if you like empire, you like power. I watched the first episode of Power. I said, "Huh?" <laughs> I honestly seem like this is cold, but <laughs> not close at all. I thought niggas were gonna be thinking this shit. <laughs> I mean, the to... only the only nigga that was thinking was you when that when that intro song came out. They <laughs> said, <laughs> when that intro came out, I was like, "Oh, I see how it's like Empire. I do see it. It's kind of cold." Next thing I knew, someone getting shot in the basement. I said, "Oh." <laughs> this is a no empire and you see it shows like power see episode one of power specifically which is why i would never give breaking bad a chance mm. never because mm. you tell me i need to get through season one when power had me in the first day that nigga was in his club came down had a woman there and shot a nigga in the face within the first five minutes of the episode i'm, I'm here crazy i'm here crazy. i'm never leaving great fam oh 
Bam, Breaking Bad. I sat through it. I sat through the season that everyone told me to sit through. I don't think it was worth it, personally. But hey, oh. if that's your thing, that's your thing, man. Don't cancel us because we don't like Breaking Bad. All right, next up. You got Lady Gaga, Bad Romance mm. versus Beyonce, Single Ladies. It's Single Ladies. Single Ladies is the right answer here. Plus, taking, the two I'm taking Bad Romance. Bad, bad Romance is the better song. It was, it was a jam. I love Bad Romance. <laughs> that shit was cold. Bad Romance was cold. I was like, oh, la, ra, ra, ra. <laughs> Lady Gaga was in her bag. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, we got Irreplaceable by Beyonce versus Lady Marmalade, the Moulin Rouge song. Made Lady Marmalade, by far. <laughs> by That's far. a gitchy, gitchy. <laughs> yo, you understand how cold that was? Those were in my Her. days of, in my days of, yo, I'm a boy. I can only like boy singers. That song broke for it. Watching, watching Christina Aguilera walk down those stairs. What? I was like, yeah, nah. What? Nah, it's different out here. Oh, my God. Christina Aguilera does such a strong voice. <laughs> but a real lady mom. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. The Bulu Luku shit. That's what me. I had no idea what that shit meant. It was until 10 years later. And it was like, you know, you're asking for a threesome. I'm like, oh, I get it now. I get it now. All right, let's go. Let me love you versus Icebox. Icebox, but Icebox has, and that's no disrespect to Mario. It's none, none. Icebox is just one of those, fam. Like, fam, my first ever heartbreak, I listened to Icebox for a month. For a month, fam, Icebox, where my heart used to be. What? Because I'm so cold. <laughs> I got, oh, I got, I was meant to be warm blooded. All right, you should uh, let me love you as a fat. You should let me love you, bitch. Just let me love you. Let me the one to give you everything you want and need. Good love and protection. I'll make you my selection. (laughs) I'll show you what good love's supposed to be. My goodness. Baby, I just don't get it. You enjoy (laughs) being hurt? I know you smell the perfume. Dirty (laughs) Mackin in the 2000s was wild. (laughs) Was wild. I know you smell the perfume, the makeup on his shirt. You don't believe his story. Oh my god! You, <laughs> you know, know that they're all lies. Bad as you are, you stick around, and I don't know why. know why. That's crazy. That's crazy. Because you know what he's doing there. He's questioning her character because someone else is cheating on her. That's what I'm saying. And now she has to leave out of self respect. Now she has to, uh, bro. <laughs> That's a dirty dirty game you're playing there, Mario. (laughs) Cater to you versus no air. Oh, don't do that. Don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, there's a right answer and there's Raheem's answer. Which one do you want? Both. The right answer is cater to you. Yeah. Raheem's answer. Tell me how I'm supposed to give it up. No way. <laughs> no way. There's no breathing. No breathing. Bro, if that was Jordan Sparks' only single, what? If that was her only lead, and it wasn't because she had hits. But if that was her only lead single, man, what a single. My God. My God. Matter if I should die before I wake. I was like, oh my God. Oh my god, <laughs> this is it. This is the one. 
Oh my goodness gracious. That's one of those songs. When it comes back into rotation, it stays in rotation for a week. Big facts. Big facts. All right. Aphrodisiac versus mm. Soldier. Aphrodisiac. Come on now. Made me misspell aphrodisiac for my whole life. This is these days on about brandy. It's <laughs> crazy. Did she, she release alcohol? She did. Yeah, I'm excited to try it, man. She did. I can't wait. I can't wait. That's it. Like, oh, but I was listening to Conway. Like I said, I was listening to Conway's album this week, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he must have said a bar. Like, he was like, y'all niggas still drinking Hennessy. When Hove got Duce, I was like, nigga, do you know how much Duce costs? <laughs> I don't got it. I don't got it like that. That wealth me when I don't like, I don't have Duce money. If I had Duce money, yes, I'd be drinking Duce. But fam, like, you can't do that. A bottle. I, fam, can I can afford that. Duce in the, cl- get out of it. Duce you can't even buy in a shop. Yo, like, I have to order that online. I could walk to the store right now and say, yo, bruv, give me the small bottle of Hennessy, the medium, the big thing, easy. Do you say I have to order that shit online or go to a club? Um, <laughs> Not all of us signed that advance with Marshall. At Conway. all. <laughs> oh, my days. All right, who's next? All for you versus hunger. <sighs> hunger. This hunger. one's... This one's petty. Real Slim Shady versus Obsessed by Mariah Carey. That's super petty. That's so petty. <laughs> That's so petty. Obsessed. Again, there's a, there's a real answer. There's, a, there's my answer, there's the right answer. Because the right answer is Slim Shady. But she said, why are you so... Dressed up as him. But why are you so obsessed with me, boy? It might, I, be, the, it might be the best diss track in hip-hop history. Easily one of the best diss tracks. And it's what? an R&B song. What, she made him look so sorry. Like so sorry. <laughs> last last man on the world still couldn't hit this. You're my delusional. God. You're delusional. Boy, you're wasting your time. Oh my god. Oh my god. Do you know how disrespectful that was? No, <laughs> bro. You how she harmonized that having Napoleon complex. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> she dressed up as him and slept in the um, what's it called in the Mimi covers. Yep. Ridiculous. Ridiculous, man. Ridiculous! That is oh, that was something. That was something. Sexy back versus buy you a drink. Buy you a drink. Sexy back used to annoy me. Really? Why? It just you, didn't, you didn't me. think he brought sexy back? No, he didn't. <laughs> you don't all, think he did? I'm not looking to Justin Timberlake to bring sexy back. <laughs> you brought sexy back multiple times, though. That's what used to annoy me. That's one of those songs that used to... There's a couple of Justin Timberlake songs that really made me angry. <laughs> Sexy Back. And um, what was that song? Oh, my God. The one with 50 Cent. Yeah, Technology. <laughs> she ran the ball. She worked the ball. She... 50 song. Don't do that. Don't do that. Justin <laughs> just sung the hook. Justin just sung the hook. That's 50 fault. <laughs> that song used to make me angry. <laughs> 50s, oh bro. my day. <laughs> hey Marie, one thing versus Beyonce's deja vu. One thing. Ah, deja vu. One thing though. One thing. One thing. Is one Is thing. this one thing that got me <laughs> tripping? Is this one thing? One of the best GTA 5 songs ever. Bam. 
that just makes me want to like stomp. <laughs> like Bro, when you when you hop on one when you hop on non-stop pop and that shit come on, oh, you're oh. over a good three minutes. Bam, that's when you're not leaving that channel. You have stayed at now. all. At all, um, you ain't you you were on your way to do a mission. Now. Let me just cruise. I'm let me, let me, just, let me just hop on the highway. Let me just hit on the highway and just stay there. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to go anywhere <laughs> fast. Bam, they said to turn left, but I know once I turn left, they're gonna put me in the cockpit. Exactly. I'm not trying to do that. Um, Christina Aguilera and Nelly ain't no other man mm. versus Britney Spears. Give me more, Christina Aguilera and Nelly. But man, Britney Spears was definitely in her bag. She was in her bag. Oof. Man, pop star Britney Spears, Jesus, in her bag. My god, wow, 2000 had some, some stuff. All right, you got um, Sweet Dreams by Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Versus mm-hmm. Just Dance by Lady Gaga. <laughs> Just uh, Oh my god. We had some jams, bro. <laughs> Yo, Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga needs her accolades. She has them. She was she ahead her, of, her music has aged so especially her early shit has aged so well. Like you hear that shit now, and it's like it's not just a nostalgia trip. If I remember this character, it's really it's still good. It's great music. It's, it's still great music. music. Like she like, definitely those... deserves her accolades. A lot of those songs, if they release today, they'll they'll do the same numbers that they did back then. Her to transition so seamlessly into being like a stupidly successful actress in her field as well, crazy, absolutely sensational. But sweet dreams, um, yeah, sweet dreams, you know, because it's it could be a beautiful nightmare or sweet dreams. Uh, bro, that'd be some man guilty pleasure. I ain't going away. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I couldn't believe till this day. I can't believe that Beyonce has a song that makes me want to pop and lock. Goodness, bro, it's crazy. <laughs> Oh my god! All right, we got um, couple more. Mm. Britney Spears toxic mm. versus Rihanna's SOS. Britney Spears toxic. Yeah. I really hate the fact that I just said that because I love Rihanna. That's two Rihanna songs that I've said lose that battle. But Britney Spears toxic is Britney Spears toxic, man. That might be bigger than music itself. And we got. Some people want it all, mm. but I don't want nothing mm. at all. Man. If it ain't you, baby. Oh my god! If I ain't got you, baby. Some people want diamond rings, but I oh don't god. want but anything because everything means nothing. Nothing. If, if I, I ain't got ain't you, got you. Versus, gotta change my answering machine now that I'm alone. Because oh. right now it says that we can't sort of, and I know it makes no sense because you are out the door. But it's the only way I hear your voice. It's ridiculous. It's been months for some reason. <laughs> I, I just, and I'm stronger than this. Oh my god! Oh no! You have to understand. You have to understand. Neo made me excited that when I got in a relationship, I could make a voice note with my. <laughs> I want, you know how long I wanted to make a voicemail saying, oh, me and my babe can't get to the phone. <laughs> and then she'd be call back after the thing. <laughs> I thought that was going to be a real legit part of my future. Um, it's so sick. It is so sick. It's so sick. That's the one that made Neo's whole career. I'm going with If I Ain't Got You. Understandably so. Because it's one of Alicia's biggest songs. It's one of the biggest songs in music. And everyone knows me and Alicia have just soul ties. Mm. Yeah versus Smack That. 
Yeah. 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 Smack that. I'll never forget Smack that. Bam. Yeah. <laughs> I remember in my primary school disco, <laughs> me and Martin. <laughs> right, every single one. Every, every, bro, me in primary school, I was rapping every single one Eminem verses, bro. <laughs> Easy. Oh, my God. Hey, she signs up and down their paws, looking at one of their booty cat dolls. Easy money. Yo. <laughs> um, tell me, fellas, have you seen her? It was Ooh. about five minutes ago. Oh my god! That I seen a hottest chick that a no, young never, never seen, seen before. I said, Say yo. yo, yo, excuse me, miss. Versus love in this club. Hard oh, one, let me love in this club. Hey, hey. <laughs> excuse me, mister. Love in this club. That really? was my fucking shit. I love that song, but excuse me, miss. Is my shit. And excuse me, missus. <laughs> but <laughs> the thing is, which one's more practical? You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Making love in the club or crumping while you follow a woman. <laughs> and down the street. Bam. Do you know how badly I wanted to just crump and walk down the streets after that song? Bam. <laughs> I was walking down the street. <laughs> yeah. We got three more. Let's get mm. into some white people music. So we got pink. So what? Mm. Remember that one? So what? Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, right. Uh, so, yep. yep. That's his Avril Lavigne girlfriend. Hey, hey, you, you. I know what you. So I had to. I had to go through my library real quick. <laughs> oh, it's so what? So what for that sure? Is, that was a yeah. jam. Ooh. That was a jam. <laughs> All right, penultimate one, penultimate one. Fergie, mm -hmm. big girls don't cry. Oh man, versus um, bleeding love. Balian Lewis. Yeah, bleeding love. <laughs> what? One of the greatest of all time. Wow. To this day, oh my god, I'm so happy I forgot about that song when I was going through heartbreak. That's what might have done it. That's what might, might have done it for me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I would have jumped. <laughs> I, I can't don't even... care what they say. I'm in love with you. Oh man, yeah, that might have been it for me. That might well have been it for me, bro. <laughs> oh my goodness, great! That was irresponsible for her to put that out. <laughs> There's some songs I'm very happy I didn't hear what I was going through. Heartbreak, bro. Bam. Man, <laughs> man. that would have been oh. Man, Shamzo, fam, how will I ever recover from this? Over, RIP t shirts, like, not too soon because boy, oh boy, <laughs> oh man, right. and finally, trap this up Gold Digger mm. versus In the Club. Gold Digger is Gold Digger. Gold Digger is the answer. Yeah, Gold Digger. Yeah. I lied. We got two more. I just, <laughs> I, I clicked on C replies and they're two good ones. So we have to do it. All right, go on. All right, white people music again. Mm -hmm. We got One Republic, Apologize. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. This is Justin Timberlake, Cry Me a River. Ooh. Ooh. No, Justin Timberlake, Cry Me a River. Come on, bro. That was the song where I was like, Who's this white guy? And why do I love that? Was the one that that was my introduction to Justin Timberlake. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Oof, I'll never forget that. My mom put it on the TV and said, We listen to this. 
changed my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> um, Britney Spears. Oops, I did it again. Oh man, versus Beyonce, baby boy. Ooh, wow. Am I about to get cancelled for this one? Britney Spears is a legend. Bam! Forget how many she has. <laughs> you have to understand the confidence to start a song. Oh, baby, baby. <laughs> and for it to slap. <laughs> yeah, nah, that's it. Britney takes that. Britney takes that one. Yeah, fine, it's Britney. I know who it is. She's him. I did it again. What? I play with your heart. Got yeah. us in the air. Oh, yeah, no, she's baby. him. You said it right. She is Bam. him. <laughs> if there's anyone who has that dog in them, oh my god, bro, for real, <laughs> raised in the favelas, type Yo. <laughs> got her out of the mud. And finally, this is actual finally now. Mm-hmm. Um, K Perry, I kissed a girl. Wow, versus Kesha, TikTok. It's K Perry, I kissed a girl. Easily, bam, Easily. that changed the culture. Easily. In St. Paul's, oh my god. Bro. There's a lot of women who who got their sexual awakening because of that video. <laughs> Yo, do you understand? This is before that, fam. That really kicked off the LGBTQ. Come on, bro. Let's talk about it, <laughs> fam. If we want to be honest, my God, I didn't even think it was I possible. kissed a girl and I liked it. Wow, wow, <laughs> my goodness. That was her first song, if I'm not mistaken, right? That was the one that the she first, yeah, pop off. single. Yeah, yeah, that was a crazy like. Here, I'm here now. Get used to it. Yeah. Mm. That transitions us nicely into a question that I I was thinking of and thought, you know, let me ask Paul, um, since we have a music podcast and this is what we do. Um, transitions us really flipping nicely. Um, so, over this last week, um, I randomly, not randomly, but we'll get into it later. Um, went back and listened to um You Make Me Wanna by Usher and to D'Angelo Untitled and just gave them some listens and Brown Sugar and gave them more listens. And I was like, man, these are hits. These were hits back then, and the fact that they are still like hits today is crazy. And it made me flash back to um a podcast I listened to a while ago. Um, where they said there's hits and there's smash hits, where smash hits are more so the songs that the hits that stick around for minimum five years. And I asked myself, are there still hits today? Not hits, are there still smash hits today? And if not, why? There are, but they're few and far between. Um, I think the why is attention span mm. of the audience, the way we consume music. I think it's all just logical shit that we know. Um, streaming and the way that we consume music changes it. Um, in the sense that like our smash hits maybe don't last um the same way that previous smash hits used to. But I don't think that means they're not smash hits. I just think the dynamic of what smash hit is has changed. For example, one of the songs that led off that whole 2000 segment that we just spoke about was Umbrella. Mm-hmm. Umbrella had, had, I think it may still hold it, if not something only recently just broke it. 
in this UK, when I'm talking about Billboard, in this UK was the longest running number one single. Went mm. what, nine weeks? I think something may have just recently broken in the last few years, but I can't remember what, right? But that was just the way in 2007 because people would buy the single, then they would buy the CD, they'd be playing in the car, they'd be requesting radio to play it all, all the time, all the time, boom, 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 boom. As our attention spans were longer. And if I invest money in something like physical cash, coin, squalor, like, do you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to want to rinse that out until I'm done with it, which keeps things in rotation for much longer. Mm. Whereas in the modern day, our attention spans are sure they're worse because of social media, because of like the advent of computers and technology like that. Those are smash hits, are, you know, they stay around. For less periods of time. For example, mm. I think very clearly, I think that um Leave the Door Open was a smash hit. Mm. Took over the world. You couldn't mm. go anywhere without hearing that song. Mm-hmm. That may not be the case a year on, but for six months, you couldn't go anywhere without hearing that song. It was everywhere. It was a smash hit. Um, but I think the way that how smash hits last now is just different than it was back then. I think in 10 years' time, when Leave the Door Open comes on, you will get that reaction that if you make me want to comes on now, you'll get. Or like you said, Untitled by D'Angelo comes on now, you'll get that mm. same reaction to those modern-day songs. It's just that the way they exist in their present day has adapted and changed. So do you think that we have to um, go and change the definition of what we call a smash hit? Yeah. What would you change it to, ideally speaking? Something that dominates social media culture, mm-hmm. even if it's just for a, a shorter period of time. Because mm. I think that really... Yeah, I think that defines it. Like, it's almost like we have we have other metrics of smash hits. So like, for example, like, if you look at meme culture, yeah mm-hmm. there are memes that like are big in like our spaces that aren't big worldwide yeah and then there are memes and moments that are just big worldwide mm-hmm. that you can't get like everywhere you go you yeah. like white twitter black twitter like republican twitter because like everywhere mm-hmm. they'll use that video they'll use that meme yeah and i think like you you see that as well in music so i think leave the door open is one of those examples of like an absolute smash hit it's everywhere my only um my only possible issue with that definition is one especially social media wise the way that these algorithms work is tough to know when things are like they're just popular on your algorithm and when they're popular around the world like sometimes it's obvious but then like for me now for instance for me I'm seeing Ice Spice everywhere. And that okay. whole, you thought I was feeling you, like, that feels like, wow, I can't get away from that. It feels like the whole world's onto, it, onto that. But I'm just, like, I'm assuming that, you no, know, it must just be a black Twitter thing. I could be wrong there. I could be making the wrong assumption. It might be a global thing. It the, reason, the reason that's wrong, that that would be a wrong way to look at it, is because you're only taking, and here we go again, you're only taking one data set, mm-hmm. which is your social media. Mm-hmm. You can back that, you can verify your own theory there 
if you go look at the numbers on Apple Music. Leave the door open took over our social media. Mm -hmm. The video then took over YouTube. Mm -hmm. And then if you go and check your Spotify charts, your Apple Music charts, it was leading all of their playlists, whether it's popular ones or R&B ones or soul ones or whatever. And then the then the latter tier, Billboard Awards, MTV Awards, American Music Awards, blah, 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 blah. blah. So you see that that is like the global smash shift. So then the definition would then be as dominate social media and do the numbers on every respective platform. Yeah, just not even necessarily numbers, but like dominate social media alongside dominating the other platforms. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like it's if if you like, like I don't know what numbers see the state of her body. If I beat it, I ain't wearing a Johnny. Mm-hmm. It, I couldn't, I genuinely couldn't tell you. Mm-hmm. What I can tell you is I saw it dominate my Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. When I was out in public, I saw the reaction that it got out in public. Mm-hmm. And I saw that nigga doing morning TV shows in the UK. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you probably had a smash hit on his hand right there. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. Whereas Gun Lean, man, Gun Lean. Gun Lean mm-hmm. on the beat as well. For everyone, boys and girls, flick show. I saw that on my social media. Yeah. I didn't necessarily see that nigga doing... Good morning, Britain. Mm. I don't know if you did, maybe you did, but I didn't. I didn't necessarily see that in the way I saw Keisha Beck, like not mm-hmm. Keisha, but Adiola want to roll, like all that type of shit. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. So I think it's like having the social media is the indicator, is your primary indicator, and then it's all the other ones alongside that that you actually have to just go and like buy them will be there. Mm. Interesting, man. Interesting. Hmm. We should go back and name some smash hits because there's certain things I think have been cheated out of smash hits because of the previous definition that a lot of people stick to with the term smash hit. You can? Mm-mm. Not today, though. A day where we have more time. Hmm? Why, you want to get into album of the week? I'm ready to get into album of the week, man. Whether it's the roots, Jill Scott, Boys to Men. Eve Philadelphia has always represented one of the sole capitals of the world and for today's album review we'll be checking out one of Philadelphia's favorite sons Talib Hassan Johnson maybe better known to you as music soul child is a quintessential singer-songwriter in every sense of the word a man who has worked with the likes of Mary J Robert Glasper Bootsy Collins and so many more Music Soul Child has become synonymous with the intersectional genre of R&B and soul, now aptly referred to as Neo Soul. His debut excursion, I Just Wanna Sing, was released in the year 2000 to widespread positive reviews. It has since been certified platinum and holds a special place in the hearts and minds of fans of the Neo Soul genre, and represents the latest album to take on the two stubborn Nigerian scale. Music Soul Child. I just want to sing. Um, seventeen songs, one hour and ten minutes. Released in the beautiful year that was the uh, year two thousand. Um, Y two K when they really thought the computers was gonna just break and and the world was gonna die and shut down <laughs> and, and blah blah blah. But now nah, we 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 twenty two years past that and mm. we still here, dog. Um. <laughs> Uh, a classic album. I chose this album 
um, for reasons which I think were relatively clear. I spent a lot of time on the last um, podcast, The Forever Story, talking about J.I.D. using soul samples in his work and in his music on that album. One of the soul samples that stood out was his use of music, Soul Child. And I saw that, I thought, why don't we... Why don't we? Why don't we go back and and really, really do do that music that gives you that feeling? Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Take mm-hmm. it back to the days when when niggas used to harmonize. You know what I'm saying? Like back the, back in the day. Come on now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? My men and my women don't forget <laughs> about the dean. You know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah, I wanted to take it back and do some R&B. We've been really um hip hop centric in mm-hmm. the last few podcasts. I myself, as I've mentioned multiple times throughout the year have been hip-hop centric this entire 2022 so i was like let's take it back to the good old days you know we're talking about the mm. good old days good old days <laughs> man, back with the hey now man tell you how to yeah, yeah. play come on baby how to play come on now um so yeah take it back and listen to this album music soul child have you had you listened to this album before i hadn't listened to the full album i've heard a handful of the songs that were on here as um just someone who's always like like seeing music soul child's name attached to music in in general um so i've heard a few of the songs here but i hadn't listened to the whole album as a whole makes sense makes sense makes sense i had many moons ago mm-hmm. um, back in my younger more impressionable days um as a reference to the great Gatsby, I know you ain't read it, but that's the first I my favorite book in it. Um, but yeah, my younger, more impressionable days, I listened to it, so it was a good, um, I felt like a good time to go back and revisit this one, um, music soul child. And I think one of the things that really stood out for me from this album was that sort of alluded to in the intro the quintessential neo-soul project. I always feel like the term neo-soul as a genre is always really hard to define. Mm-hmm. I always feel like people just throw it on there, onto like projects when they're like, well, it's not really R&B because it's not like like the charts R&B type shit. And yeah. so they just say, well, this is neo-soul. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't necessarily think that that always fits because sometimes it's just R&B or sometimes it yeah. really is like just a soul album yeah. people feel so I don't know they feel so like you can't use soul if it's not like <laughs> no, Marvin Gaye yeah like all, all that type of Marvin Gaye Teddy Pendergrass mm. type shit and I'm like mm, it's still soul mm. um, but I do feel like I really came away from listening to this that it was just like a quintessential neo-soul album like that is what i would call it i wouldn't call it an r&b album i wouldn't call it a soul album it was like if i had to define it in a genre it was a neo-soul album did you feel the same way no 100 100 um it was funny because like the first time i was listening to it that phrase the like neo-soul phrase wasn't even something that was on my mind at all um it was weird for me. I had like a weird experience with this album as a whole, um, listening to it. But it might have been like the tenth listen that said, I understand what people mean when they say they say Neo Soul now. Like this is very much Neo Soul, but that's because I watched interviews and things, um, where people was calling it a Neo Soul album and I listened to it again and said, Yeah, that's exactly what this is. Exact that's like the perfect way to categorize this album. 
in your listens then um let's let's really start to dive into it and break this down systematically in the manner that we do mm. um themes yeah can do um it was weird it was weird because that's every time we we get to these album reviews now one of the first few things i listen out for is a theme um knowing that we were going to be reviewing music soul child i just want to sing in my head i was thinking is music soul child it's going to be a bunch of love songs on here and to no one's surprise it was a bunch of love songs on here so i was like okay i guess the theme is love songs and i kept on listening and i was like listen i'm done finding the theme because i found it just love songs um it wasn't until literally yesterday literally yesterday where i was just like you know let, let me go deeper than that let me like really really look into this first of all when did this album come out it came out 2000 um as you said earlier and i thought to myself okay who else was dropping around that same time um and i looked at d'angelo um specifically untitled um which was the lead single off of his album voodoo and usher who had dropped um three years prior with my way um where the lead single was you make me wanna i saw usher on my way by the way celebrating 25 years in the ether this past week yeah unbelievable unbelievable um massive congrats to him but yeah i looked at those two as main like projects that were dropping well R&B slash Neo Soul projects I was dropping around that same time. Um, and it made me sort of realise the difference and the main theme that music were, music Soul Child was really going for, which was around that same time, R&B and Neo Soul, the like main artists that were in those categories were approaching love music, love songs and everything with the sort of approach of I'm super slick. I can get this girl easy. Like, yo, Usher was there. You may want to leave the one I'm with. I'm going to start a new relationship with you. This is what you do. Listen, I'm going to buy you a ring. I'm going to do all this, blah, 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 blah. You had um, <laughs> you had on Untitled, D'Angelo literally just talking about how it was beaten and how he wanted to come inside and how she was feeling, blah, blah, blah. How does this feel? Blah, 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 blah. You had then literally like damn near a mirror opposite. You have Music Soul Child here with his lead single, Just Friends, where's A? I just I just want, like, let's just get to know each other. Let's let's talk. Listen, even if you're not feeling me, we can be friends at the end of the day. Like, it's not that deep. Like, every single song here, even though it's lo- a lot of love songs, he has a different approach that is just, at the end of the day, is more, I don't say human, but it's just more relatable in terms of he has that average, everyday Joe type of approach to his love songs like when he's going when he's talking to these people in these songs is like oh he's just going through normal things he's not like that guy who can just go and get anyone and i think that's what he really tried to get through throughout this album and that was the main thing that i ended up picking up that's why i am now anyway who knows what i might pick up another week of listening to it but that's the main thing i was getting out sensitive Mm. sensitive Mm. that's that's i think that's a lot of what you're you're getting at is like the way he approached his r&b was a lot more sensitive than the r&b that was coming out at the time it's not as it's definitely not as boisterous and 
as like braggy and mainly even plainly just assertive as like you mentioned Usher or My Way or D'Angelo and and other actors it's a lot more in tune with like the Maxwells of the world mm. where they're, they're seemingly a lot more in touch with like a sensitive damn near more feminine aspect and so they approach things from a different light there's a lot more introspection than there is like outward promotion of self yeah and I think that comes through on this album like you mentioned something like just friends where it's like I'm not even I'm not even trying to put no pressure on Mm. I I just want to know your name and maybe sometime we can hang out. If not, then it's cool. Like yep. I'll bring my friends over, so you know it's like safe. And I'm not bringing my friends over. Like the weekend brings his friends over. Where like <laughs> you know what I'm saying, you gotta go through the initiation. No, no, no. We do. We can just chill. You know what I'm saying. We watch football or shit like that. Um. So it's a lot more, like as I say, sensitive than the typical ma- mass male R and B that was coming out at the time that would really come to define that genre um, mm-hmm. throughout the decade. I've said it before on this podcast, like the 2000s in R&B, niggas was just openly, happily cheating on their women. Yep. Like it's very clear, whether it's John Legend <laughs> on Get Lifted, whether it's Usher on Confessions, or it's Chris Brown, like niggas was just out there, Ray J, niggas was just out there openly cheating mm-hmm. on, their, on their significant others. And that's cool. You know what I'm saying? You mm. do you. Soul Child on this album seems to take a completely different tact, which I'm ass- maybe at the time may have felt like a breath of fresh air. It maybe would have felt alien to a lot of people. Mm. They might not have heard shit like that for a long time. Not dating back, dating back to like the 80s, 70s times of Teddy. Not Teddy. Yeah, Marvel. Teddy Pendergrass. Mm. Teddy Pendergrass and Marvin um, and Luther. Mm-mm. A thousand kisses from you is never to I just don't wanna stop. Never, never too, too much. much. Never too, too much. much. Never too much. Mm-mm. Um. So yeah, I think we pulled out sort of a similar thematic thread of like not necessarily a theme, but a trend. Yeah, a trend in the style of R and B that he was making on this project. And then that would inform the songs. Mm-hmm. And so as you listen to the songs, you listen to this, what what we what are we thinking in terms of the songwriting? As I said in the intro, he's a quintessential singer-songwriter. He has writing credits for so many people dating across decades now, up until today. Um, so what what were you thinking about the songwriting, the lyrics and and in that sense? Superb. Mm-hmm. Superb. Um, I think if he's going to hang his hat on anything off of this album, obviously there's a lot to hang your hat on with this album, especially it being your debut album. Um, but I think what stood out the most for me was definitely the songwriting. Um, just the way that he gets messages across. You know, there's there's been times when I've come here and I've said, it's great because they're just verbatim saying what they're saying. And like, it's very like clear, like, the weekend would come here and say i'm gonna let you taste her like you don't have to guess you don't have to interpret but i think one of the things i enjoyed about this project in particular is that there were a lot of times where i didn't realize he was talking about one thing and then i'll start questioning like oh when he says this does he is he referring to this like um a beautiful example is um elves is gone 
where I'm listening to that, I'm like, okay, he's saying spark this L. Okay, so the L must be the weed. All right, cool. And then I'm listening to it again. I'm like, oh, else is gone. Love is gone. Oh, and I'm listening to the whole song again. Like, oh, this is completely different. And it's such a great, it like, it's real, it's poetry. It's poetry mm-hmm. at that point. It's really beautiful how he like does his wordplay. On top of that, there's certain songs where he'll be just straight up describing the story. And again, like I've said, so for so many like artists since we started this podcast, he is really, really good at painting that picture. Like there's a, I can't even remember what song it is now, which is a damn shame because I should have noted it down. But he'll be describing the girl he's talking to on at the beginning of the song, like brown lips, this brown hair, this talk, blah blah blah. And it's like, oh, I can see it. Yeah, cool. And it'll just tell you straight up, all right, we're walking down the street now, we're doing this, we're doing this. It's like, yeah. You painted a very clear image. I'm here with you watching this as a movie, damn near. Um, I think the lyricism was superb. Superb. Yeah, I couldn't yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. I think we're we're right lockstep hand in hand here, because I felt like um the the songwriting was so good. And why do we do that? Why is it when it's mm-hmm. rap, it's lyrics, but then when it's RB, it's songwriting, right? <laughs> like it's so weird. But I think the songwriting here was so um good because you were able to so clearly follow the journeys that he was taking you on. Um, and I felt that for me was most prevalent on the song 17. <laughs> yeah, that was which... such... <laughs> <laughs> hey. Hey. Wow, I didn't expect that. Yeah, that's why I was like, hey, yo, I was you like... This is, this is very honest, and I feel like you didn't need to be this honest, bro. <laughs> bro like, I love your honesty. Crazy. And I like the fact that you realize I can't go through with any of this. <laughs> but that is a very crazy, crazy song. Bam. Even the contemplation was nasty. Hey, really. <laughs> how did this make it to the album? <laughs> did no one say, yo, let's let's cut Let's this one. maybe not. Someone <laughs> <laughs> said I was having relations with someone 17. She kept saying, but my age don't matter, but my family would look at me crazy. Nigga, I'm looking at you crazy. <laughs> Bam. What am I listening to? I was skipped it. I'm like, nah, I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> but I think that goes to um that speaks to how good the songwriting was. Is mm. the fact that the craziness of that situation, you felt it. Yeah. You felt it. And I think that's a song where he does what you were just saying. Like, like yeah, where he describes the girl at the beginning, like five foot seven, like green yeah. eyes, mm. body built like a woman over 25. <laughs> I don't care. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna die. I'm actually doing her GCSE. Leave her alone. Leave her alone. Leave her alone right now. Uh, she's applying for UCAS. Like, get <laughs> out of here. Um, she was just 17. Oh, crazy, crazy song. But he had some bars on this album that really made me look at him sideways. He has one song, one bar on um oh my gosh, what song? You and me. Let me even get this verbatim. <laughs> I said I wouldn't care if you was a prostitute and that you hit every man that you ever knew. You see, it wouldn't make a difference if that was way before me and you and you don't ever have to worry about me. Oh. Where do we draw the line? <laughs> <laughs> every man that you ever knew, Paul. Listen, bro, I'm all for sex positivity. Like, everyone knows I'm all for sex mm-hmm. positivity. But no. we have listen as a man you have to draw the line somewhere i'm not going to tell you where to draw the line but But there has to be a line (laughs) 
I promise you, it's at least a mile before yeah. a prostitute that's it every single man that she ever knew. I'm not every oh god, every man. God. But hey man, that's neither here nor there, man. It was a great album. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Um, another point of the songwriting and that just accentuates what we were saying is on the song Girl Next Door. Mm. Um the real obviously scratching interlude is the intro, but the real start of the song is Girl Next Door. And I think mm. we've all been there. Like, you know, mm. you had the girl who you, she looked like she was just gonna be a friend, but then she blossomed and grew, and you're like, Oh my goodness, Fam. he was only meant to be the girl next door. <laughs> if I knew yeah, that would yeah. cheat the girl next door would have been you, <laughs> I would have been nice to you, Fam. a little more kind to you. You know what I'm saying? You know, um, the ones where like oh, God, that was a mistake. That was that a mistake. Was... <laughs> it was a mistake. Mistake. Oh my god. Should have been kinder. Now she's out here starring in Dream Girls the musical. <laughs> oh Did I say that god. out loud? <laughs> um oh my god. Yeah, even on the song Girl Next Door, like I love the fact that I think it was in the second verse. He went into a little like love and basketball scheme. Mm. And me. That was that was Joyce's favorite movie as when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. So like there were many times where I'm just trying to sit there watch TV and Love and Basketball will be on show. Oh, Love and Basketball's on! And she put on Love and Basketball. I'm like, you know we have this on DVD. Go watch this in your room. Um, So the amount of times I've seen Love and Basketball is crazy. Um, But like, he was like, I remember when you was just Tanya Hall, a girl that likes to play basketball. As far as Mm. I'm concerned, you was one of the boys. I never cared about my sex or yours. I was like, I feel that. Mm. Been there. Mm. And because I've seen Love and Basketball, I know exactly how that played out. Mm. Also, shout out Kyla Pratt. I don't think we talk about how great Kyla Pratt is. Kyla Pratt to be in Love and Basketball was a young Tonya Hall, mm-hmm. and then to also be on One on One, one of the best. One of the be- oh my goodness, man! I'm just waiting for the true resurgence of the black sitcom. Yeah, for real. Like, Abbott Elementary is there, but like th- those mid two thousands, you had my wife and kids, One on One, Half and Half, man. Parkers. Oh my um, god. Everybody hates Chris, man. Oh my, just so many, so yeah. many. So Once we get back to those days, oh man. All showing just different aspects of blackness and what it means to be like a black person and embodying mm. the beauty of it. Like I always say, man, and this is a tangent, but it's a beautiful tangent. My wife and kids, yeah. That man had his own business. Yep, that he was able to sell for mm-hmm. profit and retire early. Yeah, he was able to in under his house that he owned. He was able to provide for himself, his wife, his three kids. Then when Junior got his girlfriend pregnant, he was able to provide for them to have their own little house in the garage. Wow. He had a game room, and then still be able to provide when Jay wanted to go back to school or when Jay wanted to start up a soul food soul food business. Like that's yeah. that is one of the greatest black fathers we've him and Uncle Phil. He is no at this point now. Yeah, it's him and Uncle Phil. It's him like, and Uncle Phil. Untouchable. It's it untouchable. It's one that is it's beautiful. And like obviously you don't really at the time we didn't really appreciate it because yeah. we were kids. Yeah. But looking back at it, it's crazy how like positive they were as black role models growing For real. Up. For real. For real. And it's the fact that every like family that came into that show they were successful black families like even yeah. cat williams character bobby shaw he was a businessman Bam. 
Businessman. He, he ended up being Junior's boss. There are, there are multiple businesses. Fam, you know what I'm saying? Never saw a black person that was just down on their luck. Ever. 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 Yeah. All great. of them came in good. So, yeah. Shout out to Abbott Elementary also winning all the Emmys. Congrats to them. Mm, yeah, for real, for real. Um, really beautiful to see. What was I talking about? Kyla Pratt. Because I love him basketball. Because of, cause of um, Girl Next Door. Okay, so that's the song, right? Steps. Oh, mm. Come on, bro. Come on. I'm an archaeologist in this bitch. <laughs> um, so that was songwriting. Let's talk about mm. the production. Mm. Um, you start with production. Start with production? Mm-hmm. If I don't want to start with production. I don't want to start with production. Cool. <laughs> the production is very understated, um, in my opinion. And I think it's more so because I was so... the the poignancy of the songwriting was so clear mm-hmm. that there are a lot of times where I wasn't even really focused on the production mm. a lot of the time um, although there are some songs where it stands out Just Friends and maybe that's because we've been hearing Just Friends damn near our entire life so yeah. we know that like that bass mm-hmm. but it is one of them where it's very like the only way to sum it up is how we've already summed it up which is Neo Soul like mm. whatever you would expect of a Neo Soul album in terms of production, I think it's here throughout it in different parts. Um, I do think there's some diversity to it. So like Just Friends does stand up. Just Friends doesn't sound like 17, doesn't sound like My Girl, doesn't sound like Girl Next Door, but they all still fit within the vacuum or umbrella term that is Neo Soul. So there's um, diversity in how they sound, but not diversity in the sense of like, oh, ones are like Neo Soul and ones are R&B hit and ones are ballad. Like, no, it's all still very much like a neo soul project and it has that aesthetic and feel and that's weaved in and out of all of the production i felt mm. Mm. um it's weird it was like the very first time i listened to it bearing in mind the first time i listened to it i had done no research i just pressed play on the album um <laughs> it was funny because i was listening to it and the one thing i said is like this just feels like early 2000s like yeah. I can't shake the feeling that this just feels like the early 2000s and it got to the point where I was like okay what year did this actually come out oh 2000 on dot right okay right on the money because the production has that type of feel to it um it just consistently has that feel throughout I would say um for the most part you know the production is nothing crazy but that's exactly how it has to be for this album to be what it is um you know there was no beat necessarily where it's like oh my god i can't wait for them to go crazy on this like no you know at the end of the day it's something like that music then turns into a beautiful song because that's what he does as a singer songwriter um but yeah i don't think it was anything crazy i think um just friends just friends is where it gets a bit crazy because i think you understated it a little bit but you're right like it doesn't sound like anything else for the main fact that, like, yo, we had never heard any R&B song where they come on, like, beatboxing. You know, like, this guy came on making sounds with his mouth. Like, he was, he really, it almost damn near feels acapella. And then everything, all the music drops on in behind him. It's like, oh, okay, okay, we're here. Like, that's, that's just so individual. I don't think we've seen it since even. Oh, I can't think of any examples off the top of my head right now. Um, But yeah, for the most part, nothing crazy, but sometimes it's good to strip things back and for things to be, you know, just simple because 
it's not always the big beats that like every artist needs. Sometimes the laid back, stripped back ones where the artist can really like show off their ability is what we need. And I think that's more so what we saw here. Songs? Um, obviously just friends. Just friends is what even made me think of the smash hit question because just friends is honestly one of those songs that it doesn't age for me, man. Like since the first time I heard it till today, that song is a hit. Um, one four three, I love it. But the best song of this album for me has to be Love. Love, I don't know what it is about that song. That final note he hits makes me makes me feel like Peter Pan. Like, yeah, I can fly. I'm sure I can fly. You just gotta believe. <laughs> you just gotta believe in with a little bit of pixie dust. This nigga sounds like R. Kelly. That's crazy. Oh my god, relax. <laughs> That's what you said. Those are your exact words. I believe I, I can fly. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I believe I can. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. I'm about to say so. And I was like, wait, that's that's like I mean I can levitate. Levitate, levitate, levitate. <laughs> Yeah, now that's um, and it's funny because like I think Will Jordan dropped a meme about it last year, and like in hindsight, that meme was so spot on, and I'll probably put it in a promo because it was just so spot on. It's literally like music hits that note, and the guy just starts floating up, and it's like yo, that's perfect because I literally there's just that feeling like this song it grows, it crescendos up into this big thing. And then bang, that note hits. It's like, yes, yes, this is exactly where the song had to get to. Now I have to wheel it up so I can do this whole journey again because, man, this is magic. This is magic on one single song. Like, it's crazy. Did you rap genius this song? I didn't. I rap genius this song. And um, I learned through rap genius that this was actually meant to be a gospel song. And the word, The word love was actually mm. meant to be God. Wow. Wow, that would change a lot of the context of the So song. if we just read off the first verse, mm. it would be God. So mm. many things I've got to tell you. I'm afraid I don't know how, because there's a possibility that you'll look at me differently. Wow. God, ever since the moment I spoke your name, from then on, I knew that by you being in my life, things were destined to change. Because mm. wow. God, so many people use your name in vain. God, those who have faith in you sometimes go astray. God, through the, all the ups and downs, the joys and hearts, God, for better or worse, I will, I will choose you first. Damn, that's so crazy, because this is another one of those songs that I had a journey with, where the first time I heard it, I said, okay, love is like the girl that he's singing to. And then after a while, I said, oh no, he's talking about love as in love itself. Concept, yeah. But now it's like, oh no, this is a gospel song. He's talking to God. It's meant to be a gospel song. It's even song. deeper. How can this song change three times for me in one week? God. Yeah, it's meant to be a gospel song, but the label didn't, as it says on Genius, yeah. like the label didn't um, want a gospel song on the album. So they forced him to change mm. the word God to love. And it still fits. It still like, fits. If you well. look at it as a concept of he's talking to love as a being, as a concept, like. Mm -hmm so many things i've got to tell you like i've been through so much pain and heartbreak and love like it still fits but like then when you do pronounce reality like for him love mm. is god is what mm. he's saying there like that's an even deeper deeper that's crazy man he goes back to songwriting man unbelievable songwriting goes back to the intersectionality of, of where neo soul sits mm. 
yeah like, and and those times where niggas began in the church mm. you know what i'm saying that's the mm-hmm. issue with the, that's the issue with the kids these days niggas ain't beginning in the church man none of them were in choir None of them were in choir. None of them were. They don't know if they're a soprano, alto, tenor. Bam. They have no idea. When melodies from heaven comes on. They don't know what part they're meant to sing. At all. At all. They just want to sing all of it. Right. You can't do all three. Crazy. <laughs> you got to pick your spot. That's Bam. right. Me and you, we know where we are. Bam. Rain. rain. <laughs> Listen, and there's power to be in rain. There's power. I promise you. <laughs> That's what you need to Every fight. Rain. <laughs> Everyone else could do that. But if I'm not here to give you that rain. Do you know how upset I would be if I could sing, sing? Mm-hmm. And they told me I can't do rain down. I'll be furious. I'll mess up. Oh, Joe. I'll chill it. Put me in my little corner. Watching the timing. Yeah. Rain, you know the one where you have to clap so you keep being like, yeah. Rain, <laughs> shit, I messed it up. Damn, I missed it. I missed it. I missed um, it. It's not even why. If you miss it, that's fine because there's that's five right. other people doing it with you. It's when they when they start the rain, you're like rain, rain, rain. <laughs> rain. <laughs> you mess everyone up now. Now we have some <laughs> song again. Now that's fine because it's such a song. It's such a song. Melodies <laughs> from heaven. Anywho, so that's the song for you, love. Mm-hmm. There's something about songs that are just titled love. Yeah, for real, for real. Because that's what the artists really get into their bag. You know right. that the artists were in their bag when they say, "I'm just going to call this a concept of man, mm-hmm. something that no one even really knows what it is. They can only ever feel it." Mm. Mm. He should call that love. <laughs> Never knew that I was missing. It's a mirror from the distance. I find <laughs> you. Oh, oh my oh. God. Oh, just, when I put this on YouTube, we're getting copy, <laughs> copyrighted so quickly, by the way. Does that sound just like her, right? Yeah, no, dead on. Dead on. <laughs> Uh, you didn't know you you thought oh shit we got Keisha Cole feature. <laughs> Ooh, man, love was a great song. I loved um because I'm me settle for my love was hilarious because mm-hmm. these women don't settle for love no more. <laughs> Just all. settle for me. That's all for me. There's trust me. There's not better out there. There's there's generally the grass is not greener than this. This is as green as the grass grass. I know you say, but Paul, your grass isn't green. It's damn near brown. I get it. But it doesn't get greener than this. <laughs> Promise you. I probably, all you have to do is really nurture the grass that you're That's in. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I Listen, I promise you, as much as you... I know niggas. Mm. Do you see mm. what I'm saying? So if you think I'm bad, wait till you meet my variants, like Kang said. <laughs> I, we are all just... It doesn't get greener than this. Oh, I promise you. You understand? I am. I'm the guy you guys tweet about, by the way. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> the guy that had your time. That's me. I'm no me. That's me. Time. I have your time. No one else has your time. No one else wants your time. For real. <laughs> if they wanted you, they'd be here. I'm here. So settle for me. I trust you. Doesn't matter. Like oh, but I saw this person bought him, and when they broke up, he claimed it back. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I won't do that because I ain't gonna buy you shit. So you know that what you came in with. 
is what you're leaving with. <laughs> you will not leave as less than you are right now. That's I what I'm saying. <laughs> you, will, I, you will not be lesser. <laughs> At best, you'll stay stagnant. Bam. <laughs> a stagnation is good sometimes. Is what you what one one person stagnant is another person's consistent. Come on, man. Come on, man. And that's what you said you wanted. You said you wanted consistency. So settle for my love. <laughs> that's all. This is sick. <laughs> that's, gonna my, that's gonna be my wedding vows, bro. I'm so glad that you sat off for my for my love. Oh my days! I get married. I'm gonna I'm gonna embarrass that woman on the stage. Oh, bro! I'm gonna embarrass that woman so much on the stage. <laughs> oh my god! That's on the stage. <laughs> The whole day, I'm embarrassed. It's an embarrassment job. It's an embarrassment <laughs> job. Because you think you're the only. One. You think you're the only one who's wearing white. <laughs> That's what you thought. <laughs> that bitch is my big day too. <laughs> and I look better in white. It brings out my eyes. The fuck you talking about? It's about you're the only one who's allowed to wear white. We are a union. I'm throwing the bouquet to my niggas. niggas. <laughs> Bro. Well, you think Pink Sweat's wife is the only one who can say that? I'm doing the process. I told you niggas, I'm performing at my wedding, bro. <laughs> Everyone knows. I'm performing Dipset. <laughs> Dipset happens. That's what I was saying. I'm going to have the horns, a live band with the fucking trumpets. I really mean it. And the, your niggas dreamed it. I see the body war harder than me. We going in at my wedding, bro. Yo, don't kill me. <laughs> oh, man. Just sit down and enjoy it. <laughs> Whether she likes it or not, it's my big day. I've been um, dreaming about this since I was a little boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my days. I love self for my love. <laughs> self for your love. Um, yeah, I think man. it's nasty, but seventeen is a good storytelling song. It's nasty. Yeah, it's, it's nasty. It's nasty. Yeah, you sick, you disgusting. Mm-hmm. But it's a good storytelling song, and I like it. Um, obviously, just friends is just friends, and I really like Girl Next Door. I think Girl Next Door is a really good intro to an album like this. You know what's um, crazy? Girl Next Door is probably the only song from this album that I don't love. Really? Mm. What's up? I don't know. I think it's um. The general composition of the song. The general composition. This nigga want to be a... I'm po- <laughs> I'm just saying man. words. I'm he, podcast, just say, he didn't know what I meant. I, I just, <laughs> he didn't even know what he meant by that. <laughs> yeah, but now, now people are like, whoa, okay. It just sounded right. <laughs> nah, I just don't like... I don't like, one, the cadence that he uses. I don't like the flow he uses either, necessarily, throughout it. And then I don't like how the song is structured. Yeah. I don't know why. It just is always... Every time I listen to it, it was like, I like the story you're telling, but I want to get to the next song because I know the next song is one where you really get into your bag, whereas this song isn't necessarily what I expect from a music soul child, even though it's a rookie music soul child. In the words of Swaley, I like what I like. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It's okay to like different things. Mm. That's the beauty of life. Mm. You know what I'm saying? What did you think about the cohesion of this album? It's cohesive. I thought it flew. I thought it flew. I thought it, uh, 
was was cohesive. It stuck together really well. Um, I didn't feel like there were any songs that shouldn't have been on here, or they didn't fit, or they didn't make sense. Um, and every time I did, I was reminded actually, if you look at it in the theme of someone who's being sensitive and being very introspective in themselves, that actually makes sense. Because he's, it's a really like a lot of times it's a self assessment of who mm-hmm. he is by asking her to settle for mm-hmm. my love. Mm-hmm. It understands that I know that there's that Diddy yeah. wants you, mm-hmm. and Diddy, in fact, no, I know that Lucky Day wants you, <laughs> <laughs> and Lucky Day could provide something else for you, <laughs> but settle for me. <laughs> Settle for me. Look, I don't have a Grammy. Mm. I don't, but I'm on the come up. Mm. Come on, man. So your shit. He's, he's not gonna get better mm. than where he is right now. Mm. <laughs> right, he might. <laughs> I might. I'm not saying that I will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Might. Yeah. I said might. Yeah. Don't hold me to it. Don't <laughs> I'm not promising it, <laughs> but I might get better. Man, stick around. Season four might let's be better. See, than let's see. Do you know what I'm saying? You just got to get through season one. <laughs> yeah, that was a callback. That was a callback. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I think cohesiveness. Um, in terms of cohesive co- cohesivity, is that what? It's a word now. <laughs> in terms of cohesion. Cohesion, that's right. Yep, you're right, you're right. Um, in terms of cohesion, I think at first, when I was listening to it, I thought mm, it could have been more cohesive. It's not the most cohesive album I've ever listened to. Um, but then hearing him say that he approached it more as he was just making songs and every song applied to like him. And then, as you said, like... It is really when you look at it through that lens, it's like, oh, right, every single song kind of needs to be here, especially like again, like Self and My Love is a great example because this is like it's important to remember that this is rookie, rookie music soul child. So, this is before the money, before the fame. Like, he only really had like some clout off of Just Friends, like early before the release. So, this was when he was really asking people, yo. I'm not big yet, but settle for me now because I might be big in the future. Like, yo, yeah, it's it's legit. It's legit. So I don't think there's any songs that shouldn't be here. Even though I'm not the biggest fan of one song, I think every song kind of needs to be there to tell, like, his story. Mm. Take it to the scales. Um, So the Two Stub Nigerians ranking goes, I hate that I ever listened to this. Won't be listened to again. Whole lot of mid might stay in rotation. Pretty damn good. Serious project. And then either me and or Paul may give it our 50% stamp of approval. In the case where we both give it our 50% stamp of approval, the album becomes 100% stubborn Nigerian approved. Um, so with that, Paul, what are you ranking this album? Pretty damn good. Pretty damn good. Um, it's it's a weird one where I think I tried to look at it in my two thousands lens, and if I was listening to this in two thousands, I would judge it as pretty damn good. If I'm listening to it now, it probably won't stay in rotation. But that's no that's no 
that's not to speak on the album's quality. That's more just to speak on the fact that it's like a 2000s album and it's not like something that I'm going to listen Like the only 2000s albums that I listen to consistently in rotation are Jay-Z ones. So mm-hmm. that's not really any slight on it. So I'm looking at it from a 2000s lens. If I was listening to this, if this had just come out right now, I would say it's pretty damn good. Fair, fair. Um, I would, I'm giving it a serious project. Um, there was a while there where I was contemplating whether it could become 50% stamped. Um, I almost did, I almost did. But my thing, my main thing was, especially yesterday, um, whilst I was traveling, random R&B songs would be playing and it made me realize that there's levels, there's levels. And that's not to say that music soul child here wasn't on levels. But it's to say he wasn't consistently at those elite, elite levels. And we've seen R&B soul albums that are consistently at those elite, elite levels. Um, but I think for a debut, again, this was a really, really good project. Um, so I'm giving it serious project. It lived on. It's, it's definitely aged some, but it aged kind of gracefully. Um, yeah, it's a serious project in my eyes. Man, all right, that was good. That was good, man. That was a joy. Um, again, that was I just want to sing, um, by Music Soul Child. But it's now that time of the podcast where me and Paul dip into our bags and we give you our recommendations for the week. So, Paul, I'm gonna kick it over to you. What is your recommendation for the people? It'll take us back to 1974 with the legend that is Aretha Franklin with the album that is Let Me In Your Life. Um, I was in a coffee shop this week getting a coffee, getting my um, almond milk caramel latte um, because that's just, you know, what I do. And mm. over the speakers, the song Until You Come Back To Me, that's what I'm going to do, was playing. Hadn't had that song in damn near, damn near a millennium. Um, even though I ain't even been alive for a millennium, for real, for real. <laughs> But it mm. felt like that. And I was like, oh man, this is such an unbelievable song. And I feel like the kids don't really know about Aretha like that no more. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I was like, let's 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 put it to the people um to keep it in a if you want a real soul. Mm. Real soul. Mm. Queen. Queen Aretha Franklin. Um, so yeah, the album is Let Me In Your Life from 1974. If you just want a singular song, then until you come back to me would be that one. Beautiful. Um, my recommendation for the people this week, um, I referenced it slightly earlier, slightly earlier, beginning of damn podcast. Um, results take time by Simba and DJ Drama. Um, I've only listened to it for a day, but from what I've heard, this has real potential to be that makes me really reflect on some of my previous music takes over the year. Um, there's something here, man, is it's special. It's special for my first day listening to it, and we'll see how that grows over the next week. Um, but yeah, just like that, just like that, track 74 in the top. I would be absolutely remiss if I didn't say if you're still here and you enjoyed this episode and you enjoyed it a lot, you can catch even more of our content over on YouTube um, at Two Stubborn Nigerians. You can follow us on Instagram at two underscore stubborn underscore Nigerians. You can follow us on Twitter at two S Nigerians. You can follow us on TikTok at two stubborn Nigerians. And 
if you want even more content on top of all of that, you can subscribe to our premium episodes on Apple Music, Spotify, Anchor, um, for even more bonus content that we release. Um, but other than that, Paul, do you have any last remarks for the people? RIP PNB Rock. Yeah, RIP PNB Rock, man. Gone way too soon. RIP Chris Cabba. For real, for real. Um, I've said it before on this podcast, and I'll say it again. I want our rappers to die of old age. Mm. Mm. Rappers to die of old age. Man. Mm. <sighs> You're playing us out this week? I am. I'm going to keep it... Um, Philly Soul with the legend that is Miss J I L L S C O T with the song Golden. Mm. All right, and everyone at home, please remember Nigeria never carries last. Mm.